um, like give them a slap on the wrist. Like basically like like they just like make an Uber Eats account and then like they have their meal and then they, they cancel it. Like, Do you know what that reminds me of? What? That episode of Spongebob where Patrick goes to the Krusty Krab because he doesn't have any words. And like Patrick can eat the food before he brings it out to the table. Like as he's bringing the food to the customer, he eats it. He yeah. Because <laughs> he can't do anything right. Yeah, we can talk about that. Alright. Ready? Ready. Happy weekend, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to your cultural review, past weekend review, upcoming weekend preview show. It's Friday rolling. We're here yeah. to tell you that summer is not over. I'm your host, Will Bedwell, here with my steady, always helpful co-host. Oh, we can just bleep this out. I messed up the intro. It's gone so hard. Ah. We can just keep going. We'll do a commentary track over this and explain what happened. Okay. And my co-host, maybe we should start it. No, you're all right. I just got on my phone. uh, Shout out to Ridgeway. Vince Carter's coming to the ATL. This never really happens. I never don't perform. Okay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, shout out to Ridgeway. So I'm here with my co-host, Kent Simmons, the Prince of Carnes. Now we got a special guest for you tonight, Wes and the Dean. What's up, guys? You might have been here. Uh, hey, I'm out here looking at the beautiful Lake Pontchartrain. I've uh, been waiting. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to uh, North Carolina for a wedding. Shout out to uh, Kimberly and Trey. They're getting married. Uh, Max Law is not the only one going to weddings. Kent Simmons is too. But uh, ready for this episode. What's up, Wes? A very uh, sensual and uh, Friday rolling. What up, what up to all the listeners out there this week, weekend. That's awesome. And it's actually, we're recording on Tuesday. And that's why maybe I keep forgetting what I'm doing. Yeah. Hmm. Happy National Tequila Day. Oh, yeah, nice. so today is National Tequila Day. It's also uh, Latter-day Saints Pioneer Front Like Tearsman Day and Cousin Day, so, so we can, uh, that's the trifecta, on, huh? Bash on Boogie Cousins. Yeah, goodbye. I was just talking uh, with my friend John. Hope he listens. Uh, not... Yeah. He's been on Land Sharks After Dark. I don't know if you heard him. He was on there recently, but oh, I he's he, a New I Orleans fan. We were talking about it today. No, you're talking about a different John. Yeah, this. Yeah, there's yeah. more which, than there's which more John than two John. They're well. multiplying, man. Oh. All right. Well, yeah, I'll, I'm ready to lay the smack on Boogie in his little. Who's Boogie? Who, who's Boogie? 
Who, who are we talking about here? Demarcus Cousins. Oh, I didn't know he had his. I didn't know his nickname was Cousins Boogie. Day. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, tequila tequila day is uh nice too. Uh, Two dollar mogs at the Blind Tiger. What y'all sipping on, boys? Not tequila. It's Tuesday. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, Not but tequila. anyway, Taco Tuesday. Um, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, Friday rolling, we're just, we're getting one in early so we can take the rest of the week off, right, Kent? Uh, as always. You said, Wait, you heard me Kent, at the whoa, end. Whoa, whoa, yeah. I thought Kent was off, still off of work, right? Because he didn't start school till Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I, don't, I, I got another week and a half, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so you're still off, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Maybe mm. that's what messed me up at the top of the riff. We're gonna, the roles are going to be reversed whenever school starts again. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Meaning basketball and school, and I'll be back on the grind like everybody else. Oh. No, Kim means, un- so like, unlike this summer, he's going to take over the podcast and make me call in all the time. And right. And get back on like, our weekly I'm, schedule. I'm Francesa, and you're the mad dog. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that seems right. I'm sure the listeners would agree with that assessment. They listen to both. Shout out to the Mad Dog. <laughs> so what what are you gonna do with the last week and a half of summer, Kent? Uh, like I said, we're going to North Carolina. I got one more professional development to do, and uh, yeah, enjoy uh, the little bit of sleep. Try to get off on a good foot before I have to start waking up at a. Uh, 5.30 again. You know, I think you messed up, Kent. You should have done this summer. Was actually sleep less and train your body out. No. But you've just been asleep. You've been hibernating all summer, yeah. Yes. So, Kent, how's the basketball team going to do this year? I'm still young and dumb, but um, we're getting better. Um, do you a... have any one and duns on your team? Um, no. We don't. <laughs> I kind of wish you would slick your hair back and like wear a tracksuit like Coach Cal and have like get some ties oh, to the definitely. mob. Definitely, that's what. Yeah, that's kind of how Kent coaches. Yeah, have some ties to the mob back there to help you pay your players and you know go out there and. I'm not gonna comment on that. One day. One day. One day. Uh-huh. It's good to have goals. Definitely. I mean, yeah. I gotta get the money first. So. You know, you know, get some uh, skim some money off the top from the casinos. Uh, Okay, yeah, they're they're really hyping up. Speaking of casinos, um, will I'm sure you had a uh, nice night at the Hard Rock. I was gonna say, the, speaking of track suits, all, I was wearing one all weekend. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Dang, how much money y'all win? At one time or walked out with? What do you mean? <laughs> Dude. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> oh man. Oh, just go ahead and tell the listeners, Bedwell. It's well, I just got to play for a really long time, but okay. I never made any money and didn't lose any. But well, Landon lost a lot, right? Didn't he lose like five hundred dollars? I don't. That's no, not that's not true. Uh, that's what he said at dinner. I'm sure he said oh. that. I'm sure he said that. Well, that's good. They they have this uh. Really, really nice uh, gas station slash casino that they're hyping up. There's a billboard now right beside our place. 
a gas station casino? Yes. Hey, yeah. I've never been right. one. Well, actually, I have on some road Shout trips. out. Table. Table was talking about that I saw on the interwebs. The he con- wants the one in on his, on his luxury gas station casino. Uh, he also has painted us a uh, beautiful Friday rolling uh, masterpiece. Oh, wow. Ooh, Everybody I like that. See that? Yeah, you've been tweeting it out. People have been tweeting back at us, right? I wish I could Instagram. I'm going to get the Instagram account back. Yeah. yeah, we need to do that for real. Yeah, shout out to Table. Can't believe I didn't say it at the beginning, but I don't know. It's messing everything up at the beginning. We're in our flow now. Yeah. Um, we're going to get him that shirt uh, before you leave to North Carolina, after you get back, definitely. What shirt? Yeah. Uh, what we're paying for the painting with. No, I mean, we're just trying to oh, yeah. help him rep I, I mean, us. I got to figure out what size shirt he wears. Oh, yeah, he texts me. My bad, large. Yeah. Oh, man, I shouldn't have said it on uh, air. I could have texted you. Not winning money. Now you're definitely not losing money. When well, am I yeah. going to get some Friday Rowan? When am I going to get some Friday Rowan t shirts I can wear? Paint what us, size uh, you wear? Painting? This thing uh, ain't cheap. Well, I usually wear a large, but we'll it give it to on you at cost shirts. plus labor. I mean, I've got I've got to be able to pay Ashley, plus get the materials, plus get the shirt. I mean, this is cottage industry right here. Yeah. So all of our listeners, that's we got that set up going. Uh, DM Kent. But I'm gonna make a deal. I mean, I've been saying it all along. If you so, who's gonna keep the painting? Huh? That with Friday Rona. Yeah, I think Bedwell should, right? Nah, uh, Kent, you want this painting? I've already got an original. It's going to be worth yeah, a I'll boatload of money. I'll put it in my classroom. Oh, there you go. Add table I'll Coddleson put it right beside Twitter. the 92 Dream Team uh, mm. picture that I have. I put it right behind my desk. That's good. Let the kids know you're on the starting, on the, yeah, they uh, the bench. Think that I was, I'm Chris Mullen. They say, are you that guy that's standing right beside Larry Bird? Yes. He said, yeah, come to practice at 5 o'clock and I'll show you. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, I love it. But uh, yeah, I'll be totally down. Either that, or it can it can go uh, beside the balcony. Or uh, yeah, I got a lot of multitude of places. Nice. I'm sure there's more where that came from. Maybe we'll see. How much he likes the shirt? Oh, he wants yeah. the color like mine. He wants the color like yours? Okay. Yeah, dark gray. Just text me. This live is crazy. Wow. To all of our listeners, we broke the space-time continuum. Just reach out to us, and we'll read it on air. So it's like Interstellar. <laughs> there you go. Or, yeah. A, well, not really like Arrival. But have y'all seen Arrival? It came out like two years ago. I just watched uh, it. Is that the one with Tom Cruise? No. Is Tom Cruise in that one? No, I'm thinking of a different one. Tom Cruise is overrated. Uh, I mean, I guess I, I mean, he's made actually some really good movies. Like, not, I'm not non Top Gun movies. No, non Jerry Maguire movies. I like Jerry Maguire. I don't think I don't have anything against Jerry Maguire. Okay. I I like Jerry Maguire and uh, Risky Business, which made the Ray Bans famous, like an international brand. Oh, Back in the 80s. That's, a, that's probably one of the best Tom Cruise movies. And another one, here's a blast from the past, the early 2000s, a great movie. 
that listeners should watch is Minority Report. That's probably one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. That if you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it as soon as possible. It's it why is should fantastic. we? Because it's a sci-fi movie, and it's it, there's a lot of twists and turns at the end. And if you don't know what you know going in, and you don't like look up the plot, it's a really like it's a really a good twist ending. It's it's awesome. Okay. And a really good action too. I highly recommend it. Okay. So okay, before before we move West, on, I'll yeah, say, yeah. Why? What else you come to teach us about? Okay, so the plot of this movie is that in the future, in like 2050 or whatever, uh, Tom Cruise is a detective on the D.C. police force, and they have these like group of people called precogs, and they're these people that can tell the future. Like, they, they, So pretty much they, tell, they, they predict murders before they happen, so Tom Cruise has to go out and arrest people until the movie really picks up is when Tom Cruise gets framed for a murder that hasn't happened yet. And he's uh-huh. the whole movie is trying to clear his name and it's it's awesome. But that's all I got on that. So Yeah. I wonder there how it go. ends. Does he kill the guy? I might can get behind that. I'm not gonna tell you, you gotta go watch it, baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna spoil it for the listeners, but it's it's so worth it. It's such a good movie. All right, Rebel one three three. That's me. Um My email. Man, Kent's Kent's listeners. gonna hack your rival's account. Oh, the yeah. Ole Miss rivals, Rebel Grove. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get all those uh, Memphis uh, <laughs> women's basketball players not to go to Ole Miss. They're gonna go <laughs> to you're Grace funnel, King. You're funneling them down. I got you. Well, well, you know, you win some, you lose some, huh? Uh, you lose all of them. Ah, uh, well. I got that cow. That that cow swayed. Kind of like if we got any Bachelorette uh, watchers out there, I'm going to try to pull off the Jason haircut. Oh, Wait. no, this sounds bad. Yeah. No, it's good. He's, he he kind of reminds me of a – we were talking about movies just a minute ago. He kind of reminds me of like in the same gang as like uh, – y'all watch Rounders? Like he belongs in the movie Rounders. Like I haven't seen Rounders. I have to player. check it out though. Yeah, I haven't seen Rounders. Speak on that, Kent. Tell us about Speak it. Speak on that. Speak on that. Uh, okay. When's the last time that y'all have uh been uh? When's the last time that you have been uh, out playing poker? Uh, I don't really play poker, so. <laughs> oh, like Does everybody play poker. 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 Uh, not in a while. You trying to set something up? Let's do this off air. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got you got you got Matt Matt Damon. Okay. Who who doesn't love Matt Damon? You got Teddy KGB Malkovich, like that type of group. It's like a Russian. It's kind of like a post war. Uh, I mean, not World War, post Cold War type movie, in my opinion, because you still got a. A KGB Russian gangster versus like this Matt Damon Boston type guy, grungy. I guess what I was just trying to say is like a poker grunge movie, in my opinion. A poker oh, yeah. grunge. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I can get by. And that's the kind of vibes that I get from Jason, too. Like he's very, he's very uh, sensitive, but at the same time, very like uh, he's got a lot of walls up. Well, speaking on the Russian mob, if you want to watch a crazy Russian mob movie, you should watch Eastern Promises. That's that is a thriller too. Yeah. If you into but, that kind of stuff. 
The, my favorite part of Rounders is whenever he, he wins. Spoiler alert. Um, and he says, pay that man his money. <laughs> that so I've, always awesome. I've, heard that. I've heard that in that voice. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. it. It sounds like a real thing. Mm. Y'all have seen the Vince Vaughn movie Swingers, right? Mm-hmm. That's a classic. Oh, Skinny oh, man. Vince. Man, get on that, Kent. Dude, your money, baby, you don't even Vince know it. And Rudy. Pretty man, much. That, that's like that. That made that. That was like uh, Vince Vaughn's like breakout role. Man, that was a great one. I, I kind of wish in True Detective season two that Vince Vaughn would have been kind of like this evil, like funny asshole. But he, he really wasn't. You didn't like his one-liners. No, no. I'm the going on just... the record as liking season two of. I can't even say it. No, it's not true. It's not true. I stuck with it. It was almost. I mean, you can. It was entertaining for a little bit. Listeners. I don't know. (laughs) Season three. I'm ready for it. It's starring Kent Simmons, Will Bedwell, and I-10 Land. Okay. That's true. I'm gonna start that. Can we start that uh, when you tweet something out? Yeah. Say it's gonna be a Gulf Coast murder Uh, mystery. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) We're getting a cult out here. Y'all, uh, you find me and Alex Ridgeway floating, uh, you know, face down in the Gulf of Mexico, and that's when the that's when the story begins. Oh wow! Yeah. Y'all just trying to get some shrimp, but then. Oh, da, da, I wouldn't da. say shrimp. Uh, let's just say we were treasure hunting for something, and then that'll really draw on the listener, uh, the uh, the viewers. Then, they're like, what were they looking for? That they lost their lives over, you know. I feel like shrimp is kind of. I mean, you don't even shrimp. know what it's slang for. You're not from. You're not down here. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So what is shrimp slime? We're not for? telling you. That's yeah. A secret. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess it said black gold. I guess. Is that? Uh, it wasn't shrimp that made you poop all night when you were hanging out over here. No, oh, it was whoa. the succotash. It was the succotash on that uh, that red snapper that I had. Ooh. Damn. It was really spicy, like too spicy. <laughs> but it was so good. It was so good. You do it, it again? Kind of, it was actually kind of worth it, though. Oh, man. Well, okay. You speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I do. All right, well, I'll stop calling you out and make uh, doing a tell-all on last weekend with you, Wes. But oh. would you would you share with the listeners uh, what you share with me about reggae music? <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to impart the, the wisdom you gave me on all of our listeners and Kent. Please. So yeah, I guess where do you want to begin? Do you well, just want why? to talk about specific artists, or you want me to talk about the history of the uh, the was, country well, Jamaica? I and think how it... um yeah yeah let's start with yeah, a let's little, not let's just like the get 50s to the real music to present, and then we'll explain Ja. Okay, well wait, ska? wait. Ja. Ja is like part of the Rastafari religion. Ja, he's is like God he's is like everything. Ja is like their god, so. Uh, one of the big things in Rastafari is like going back to Africa to your roots, and so the the dictator of Ethiopia was seen as like the second coming of Jah. He was like Jah reincarnated for however many years he was alive. So, like that was like their I guess the 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 what was the the uh, ruler <clears throat> the dictator of Ethiopia. His name was like uh, what was his name? Hold on, I'm gonna look it up because. I can't remember. Uh, um, ja Rastafari? No. 
No, that his is name, name is like Halle Session or something. I don't know. It's weird. Oh yeah, but... Halle. Yeah, Selassie. so he was like so in, in in yeah so in Rastafari he was like seen as the second incarnation of Jah, which is like their god, and or he was like seen as I guess their Jesus because he was like Jah reincarnated on Earth, mm-hmm. and he was like their prophet. Yeah, so like it was Abrahamic a huge deal. religion. Yeah, it was a huge deal. Like when he came to Jamaica, like when Bob Marley started getting really big and stuff. You know, like the whole like country shut down. And he like toured all of Jamaica and stuff. It was uh, it's pretty right. wild. So he was alive like, until 1974. Right. Yeah. So he hung out with Bob Marley a pretty good bit, or at least a couple times. I think maybe. Sounds about right. But right. Okay. Are you a practitioner of Jaw? So wait, hold on. Before you answer that, Kent, let me show you the power of Jaw. Uh, I was driving to work this morning before we were going to record. Bumpers, dude, in front of me had uh, Ford F one fifty, dark gray, pretty nice. All kinds of bumper stickers, Bob Marley, and uh, the best. It was faded. It had been there the longest, definitely. It was kind of chipped and stuff, and it said uh, "Ride with Jaw." <laughs> Well, here's and the then, thing with Rastafari. And we already had, you know, planned to do this with Wes. <laughs> here's the thing but with yeah. Rastafarian, uh-huh. though. It it wouldn't have been so intertwined with reggae if it wasn't for Bob Marley. Because he, uh, Bob Marley was, like, walking around on the beach or something one day, and he saw some Rastafarian people hanging out. And then he just went up to him and started asking him about what they were doing. And they, like, took him in and, like, showed him their religion. And then I guess, you know, the rest is, like, history. But before that, you know, Bob, Bob Marley was just a little, uh, you know, just a little kid living in Trenchtown, Jamaica, dude, trying to trying to survive. I trying think to... John probably taught him guitar, you know. Maybe. Sing. Or the well, dictator of Ethiopia came to, over to there. To tie this like, all in. Um, why should our listeners listen? What? To reggae? Listen. No, I mean, sorry. I what were you going to ask him? The... I don't mean to cut you off. No, I, I mean, to tie it in with Tequila Day, um... I know one time I had, it's called tequila or Jamaica tequila, but basically all it is is like infused tequila with like a hibiscus flower. Oh, you ever that, had sounds, that Yeah. Yeah. You never had a good old like they put it. They tequila. put it in, uh, I think they might put it in some kind of Bellini that I got one time at this like Mexican restaurant. Oh, okay. Was it? Do you? But you don't remember that. It didn't seem that. It was that good. It was that good. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, it's crazy too because one of the reasons reggae got so big in the Western world, obviously Marley, but Jamaica's like one of the only. Jamaica's like one of the only uh, island nations in the Caribbean that their their language is predominantly English. Yeah. Because they were ruled for the British, so. The, Jamaica was ruled by the British until 1962 from like, so probably over a course of 200 years. Yeah. Um, right, there, there weren't many Spanish speakers in Ethiopia then. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting though how all that's intertwined, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, but. I got to read up I mean, on the, the first meet or when they figured out he was Jesus and came over. That seems like the best part. Yeah. So another reason, another person that's really big into that is this guy named Marcus Garvey. That was from Jamaica, and he was big. Not, maybe not Rastafarian, but this guy. He was, yeah, he was like big on African pride and nationalism, even though he's from Jamaica. So his big thing was like 
that whole thing starting with like going back for you know black people going back to Africa, yeah. like to going back to recolonize Africa and like you know that kind of stuff. And you know that's also one of the big pillars in uh, reggae and I guess uh, Rastafarian too um, is like African pride and stuff and African heritage, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But well, we were talking about before the show. I think you said uh, Kent that you liked music musicians that were influenced by reggae but you didn't like reggae um you're like i guess yeah i don't like this straight up pure reggae reggaeton like i kind of like i kind of like sublime i kind of like like uh that white people reggae yeah that white people reggae sky music it's kind of mixed with rock yeah well we're gonna take you back to africa Kent. we were yeah we were talking about please leave me i don't know well, I know Drake's actually pretty influenced by reggae, but yeah, the, but that was just Rihanna. That was his Rihanna phase. Yeah, but Rihanna, yeah, Rihanna too. She's from the she's from the Caribbean, but she's from Barbados, I think. She's hey, not. can yeah. we talk the difference between reggae and calypso also at one point here? Uh, uh, yeah, so common calypso, misunderstanding. Yeah, get, but calypso, get, I guess first give give Kent some uh some good artists before well, I get us on the next Peter philosophical Tosh. debate. Peter Tosh, man, remember Bedwell? We went to Juke Joint. In um, Clarksdale, and on the way back, I played Peter Tosh's debut album, Legalize It. Oh yeah, that's so great. His, Dude. Um, okay, and so he's, the uh, track he's intense. You listen to Kent is Burial. <laughs> Song okay. But man, uh, and uh, why, why, uh, why must I cry? And um, Legalize It, obviously. Uh, the whole album's just fantastic. But um, I don't know. It's just like some of these like reggae artists are such badasses because. Where they came from. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it's like it, maybe NWA and maybe some of these other like harder groups that came in like Black Sabbath that really came from just grew up in really dangerous environments and made like really tough music. I don't know. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, I say that. I, say that music is kind of hard. Diff- I don't know. There's not as many, they're, like, the vocals aren't as important. I don't know. But you can't stop moving your hips. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like well, the, the words aren't important. Say, like in reggae, you like the words are powerful. Like you were talking about, like all these different movements come out of reggae. Like because people are speaking out and they have pride in their country and in their heritage and all that. Calypso is not that at all. It just kind of it makes you feel something with the music. Well, no, Calypso is different. The, it's, the, the the thing is, they sound similar, but the thing that's like, I, from what I've understood, is different from Calypso than reggae per se. Is actually Calypso was a precursor to ska and rocksteady, yeah, which in turn led to reggae, like in the seventies. But Calypso is like, I think that the the baseline is complete, and like ska, the baseline is completely different. It's kind of more of a groove, like I guess, like you said, danceable baseline, whereas reggae is, I don't know not that and plus calypso has more steel drum yeah um, it kind of gives that signature island sound i guess like the jimmy buffett yeah kind of yeah similar to that i mean you know jimmy buffett's more of a i guess a white version but yeah no it's that's uh, i can see that's on the same i guess the I same label jimmy buffett like that what it's for all people well i mean i'm just saying he's like an old white dude playing like cheeseburger in paradise well is that the only jimmy buffett song you know uh, yeah. Oh man, Damn. you can't say that on. It's an I ten podcast. You can't say it. You can't say that on this. I don't really like podcast. Jimmy Buffett that much. Although I don't, I don't. I just don't. Uh, I don't really. I mean, I don't think there's a big. Um, 
I don't know. I've just never well, got I, maybe there's a big multiculturalism it. of paired heads, but I don't necessarily think there are. I don't have anything against him. I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, really just, I don't listen to his music very much. Anyway, but give us some reggaeton. Who are we going to listen uh, to? Take me. I want, I want someone, I want some early reggaeton. The okay, prime okay. reggaeton so the and then the modern reggaeton. The guy that made Bob Marley famous is Desmond Decker and the Aces. He was like what Bob Marley was listening to when Bob Marley was a kid. And he got Bob Marley his like first song to record in the recording studio. But like he's more – Desmond Decker's more like ska. But um, – so he popularized in the 60s like the rude boy culture of Jamaica where like the rude boy culture was like the street hoods and stuff. Um, and all the gangs in Jamaica, those they were they were called like rude boys. But um, he sings about the ghettos of Jamaica in this song, "007 Shantytown." It's a pretty good yeah. song. You should check it out. The listener should. Um, but and uh, Toots and the Maytales, they're like just fantastic. They're, the closest thing I could say Toots and the Maytales are kind of like so Toots Hibbert is kind of seen as the Sam Cook of Jamaica because his vocal range is so impressive. Oh, okay. Ah. Like Sam he can really belt it out. He can really mm. belt it out. I could I would say probably maybe the outro should be tonight Pressure Drop by Toots and the Maytails. That that song is a just or Bim today bam tomorrow. Hey, how do you spell great. Toots? T O O T S like you know. Toots. That's how I spell it too. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I think there's only like one way to spell it. I'm just it, writing right? it down so we can do this at the intro. Outro. <laughs> you know, the intro outro. Also, Jimmy Cliff uh, oh, is yeah. extremely, extremely awesome. He's also a fantastic singer. Um, he uh, His songs that he made famous were uh, Vietnam, uh, Many Rivers to Cross. Um, he covered Cat Stevens. Um his famous, what made Jimmy Cliff really famous internationally, was the song the, or the the movie "The Harder They Come" about the rude boy culture in Jamaica, like living on the streets and being a hood, being a hoodlum, I guess, you know, hustling and stuff. Um, that got released in like 1972, but they had a, like the the soundtrack to the movie had like Toots Maytel and all those guys, and, like Desmond Decker on it, including Jimmy Cliff, but. You got to remember too, for the listeners. At this point, Bob Marley is still not internationally famous yet. Yeah, in the that's early seventies, he right, is yeah. huge in Jamaica, but like Jimmy Cliff and Desmond Decker and Toots and the Maytales broke through the mainstream first. It was already Sweet. on the airwaves. I see what you're saying. Um, What's the modern day Rasta? Modern day Rasta? Who? Who is? I'm not really sure. Actually. Oh, uh, okay. Now another we'll get you band back on. Jimmy Buffett. Another reggae band that's pretty awesome <laughs> is Israeli Vibration. Uh, there are three oh, yeah. guys that had polio, and they met in a polio ward in Jamaica, and they started making music in like the late eighties, early nineties. They're pretty. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. I would highly recommend them too. I love it, and the listeners. I guess they probably. Or picturing you this way and know that you have. I don't know why I was gonna tell. Him. Well, if you don't know, Wes has dreadlocks. Dreads. Yeah, yeah, I wear I wear beanies all the time. Yeah, man. Yeah, I wear beanies and I kick around a hacky sack and I just don't Smoke have any weed. Beers, you know. Yeah. 
<laughs> you want me to bleep that one out, Wes? No. No, this is unfiltered and uncut. This is Friday rolling. We leave it. everything in. Bedwell Bed well wants cut to up the cut intro. out everything. No, you should leave that. It's raw and uncut, dude. That's what makes it. That's really visceral, you know. That's what the listeners need to hear. Okay, they well, they believe that. you have dreadlocks too. That's good. That's fine. They can believe what they want to. You know, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Tell them. Rastas Tell don't them. get amputations. I know that is why Bob Marley kind of died. Actually, he, right? He is that messed to... up? No, no, or no. Am okay. I getting this wrong? He actually went to England and got treated, and they cut off a part of his toe. But after that, he went on tour a bunch, and he didn't go back to the doctor to get checkups. So the cancer came back, and that's what killed him. If he would have gone to the doctor again and got a checkup, they would have seen that would have come back, and probably he would still be alive. But mm. because of that, he did. He actually tried to go right. to uh, that's what, uh, yeah. Germany right before he passed away to get like some doctor, some new age doctor to help him, but it, it was too late. R.I.P. He just went to yeah. be with y'all. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm a... Dude, but yeah, but for the listeners out there, probably one of the most badass guys um, is Peter Tosh. That He was originally the guitarist in the way of Bob Marley and the Whalers. But he uh, he got beaten up by cops like multiple times for speaking out against the government in Jamaica and stuff. Yeah, he was radical. Right now, he, he was uh, militant. Yeah. Necessary. Yeah, so he said. also had this guitar that a fan made for him that was looked like an AK-47, which was freaking sweet. It is tight. Yeah, you should Google a picture, and it's like, whoa. I mean, he was Peter Tosh was kind of a badass. I mean, he he almost died like at least once from in police custody because they beat him up. And but he still kept he still kept fighting the fight, I guess. You know. Damn. And it's weird the way he died. So these two guys like, quote unquote, broke into his house that he knew, and they were asking him for money, and he didn't have anything to give him, so they just stabbed him to death and left. But I feel like that's a conspiracy that they probably someone in Jamaica had sent to have him killed. I mean, it's kind of weird, but you know, he died. He died a Jamaican martyr, I guess. One yeah. Way or the other. Oh, this Wikipedia page is blowing my mind. I'm learning so much. Yeah. What you reading about? Well, mainly about um, like the African revolt against colonialism. And oh, how yeah, it's so how it's wrapped how up in Ethiopianism, was, like, rooted in yeah. like apartheid mm-hmm. and stuff. Yes. Like Marley was like really involved with apartheid and like Peter Tosh and all them. Like when all this when they really blew up, uh, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Well, damn. That's the whole. That's like what I said earlier. That kind of this could be our most informative the, episode. Yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of tied to that Africa, like moving back to Africa movement. Yeah. So, listeners, get out there and get your Peter Tosh on. <laughs> also, if you want a really a burning spear, I mean, the guy's artist name is Burning Spear. I mean, it's kind of cool. Oh, burning Spear. And uh, well, another one, uh, his name is Sugar M I N O T T Minot. And he was famous because. Minot? Yeah, Minot. I guess that's how you say it. Uh, he, hey, he's Jamaican, not French. Maybe, but, but he lost one of his front teeth in a fight or something. I don't know. He lost it, and he never, like, because he realized people knew him because his, his, like, really big smile with one of his teeth missing. So for the rest of his career until he died, he just never replaced that tooth. Man. Which is, you know. 
But, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of funny. I like it. Never cut your hair. Never replace your teeth. Yeah. Kinda, well, that's the reggae like segment. The summer. Yeah, I, yeah. I cut my hair. I brush my teeth a little bit. Man, there's so many good other artists that I could sit here and talk about, you know. But maybe, uh, maybe I can tweet it Friday rolling and put a list up for people to check. For sure, out. that would be good. We'll put up whatever you want us to. <laughs> I don't know if even if it's that. pictures of you. I don't know if yeah. I would say that. Will is your slave. No, he will no. put up whatever you want him to. I'm gonna make Ken wow. do it. That's the worst part. But Ken, you got a rant to go on before we rant rant about on. what? Uh, the I got it in big letters. It's the biggest thing on my notepad, even though I don't take notes. DMV. Oh man. Oh God! You're in okay. such a good place with Jaw, and now I drug you back. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey man, reggae music—it's the music of the slums. Further away from Jaw <laughs> for a minute. So, switching all my information to Louisiana, getting my license plate, getting my uh, driver's license, and all that. I go to the DMV and yesterday, and I wait. Three hours. I get there at eight thirty, and I was already number sixty nine. And so, nice. I got, got everything. Yeah, exactly. And we're in there, and whenever I I got forty people in front of me, and the number's twenty nine. It's been thirty minutes. They got through twenty nine people. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be. This is gonna mm-hmm. go through quick. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. This old man walks in, and then behind him, there's this younger guy, balding. Looks like he's about 400 pounds. He's got a pack of Marlboros in his hand. Trouble, man. Old man's walking very slowly. He sits in one of the front seats, and he asks him for a drink. He's like, oh, what did you want? Uh, you want a Mountain Dew? And, and the old man wanted a Mountain Dew. He shook his head violently. And so he went. He's like, okay, maybe we'll maybe we'll be close to getting in. He said it pretty loud. He's very loud. He's one of those kind of people who likes everybody to hear what he says. Anyway, even in the DMV where everybody's quiet and you need to shut shut the f up. Anyway, so then he gets back and he goes ballistic because it, it's a, it's an hour later. He's came back with his drink. He went to go get some food. I guess he went to go do errands. And he goes off, and he's just so upset. He starts asking people around to sell their numbers. Like, he comes around, he's asking people, oh, what's your number, what's your number? By this time he gets back, it's only 39. It's only went up 10 numbers, okay? So it's, it's going very slowly now. And he comes by me, he's like, oh, what's your number? And I had not a good number. And he passes me up, and, but the guy beside me had the next number. He had number 40. And he was haggling him. He was haggling him to buy his number. He offered him like 25 bucks. And the guy said no. And then, then the guy got called up five minutes later. And, and then so he went to the next person, number 41. That's like a $100 ticket. No, he one. offered $50. He's like, anybody want $50 for your ticket? He just has been quiet all time, except for whenever he comes in. And. He is haggling everybody to buy, let him buy their ticket. And he walks out, 
And he's like, I hope y'all enjoy your stay in the DMB all day. Nobody want y'all must be financially sound. And walks out, storms out. All of so, our capitalist listeners are loving this. They're like, that's the greatest thing ever, this guy trying to. But your time was worth it. How much, how much time do you have to spend there? You did? I spent three hours, and then I got there, and I figured out I needed my birth certificate. Right, I know. Yeah, we'll get my that Social Security <laughs> and my title. It was a headache. Yeah. I'm about to tell y'all. Your three hours is worth way more than 25 bucks. Don't you and think? I get there, and I figure I got to get all this other junk. So I come back today. Apparently, it takes... It takes over an hour to send a fax. I had to get Toyota Financial, send my title from Mississippi over to Louisiana. And I call. I, call, I did this yesterday after I left. I was like, I need this sent over. The guy was very nice. He said he did it. I get there today. The lady says, no, that's not the case. We don't have it. So I get everything else done except for my tag. Then... I call again to this younger girl. She goes in. She's giving me this roll around. I was like, I've already called before. I'm kind of upset because y'all said that y'all sent my title, and they don't have it. So I'm waiting around. I'm going to put you on a brief hold. I'm getting angrier. And then finally she's getting on. She's like, oh, yes, we can send it again. It's going to take 90 minutes. 90 minutes. For a fax. So no. I go off. Get the Pony Express. Am my, my own? Exactly. I go off outside the DMV. And I'm very perturbed. And I, and she's like, oh, is there anything? She had the nerve to ask. I guess it's her job. She's just going by the letter of the law, the rules of the book. And she's like, is there anything else I can help you with, sir? And I was like, I guess everything's okay. And of course those calls are monitored. So I, after I hung up. Somebody else called. He's like, oh, sir, uh, I'm sending it right now. Well, I waited another hour, and this whole time, the people at the DMV say, we don't have it. So I'm getting unnerved. They're like, hey, John, we were looking at the wrong fax machine. Look over at this one. No, 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 no. I found out I got mad at Toyota for no reason. No, that really happened. The DMV, the people that work in the DMV, didn't put any paper in the fax machine. There was Dude, no paper. Classic in. trick. Yeah, I've been papering there for three weeks, Kent. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Kent. <laughs> what? Hey, Kent. What? Don't you worry <laughs> about a thing. <laughs> I'm not anymore. I pay five hundred dollars today right now. for that stuff. Ooh, and, the, and for the ordeal to get to go through it all. Five hundred dollars, basically. Is every little thing 35 for this? I mean, and the, my picture, I, I might need to tweet out my picture. It looks like I've been sitting in the DMV for six hours and two days. It's going like. to be all right now. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, the DMV, I, if, if you if you got me on Facebook, I put yesterday, I was, was like, like, I've been a part of championship games. I've been in the hospitals. I've been in state tests but nowhere is as tense as a louisiana dmv you know i kind of figured they'd roll out the red carpet for you kid because you're the prince of carnes you know they would i walk, thought they would they would kind of roll the red carpet out and the horns would blare and you'd walk in like dilly dilly i'm the prince of carnes mofos no not dilly dilly 
We don't oh, like sorry. Bud Light. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess you're you're too you're too cool to drink Bud Light. We My are bad. Not a Bud Light uh, podcast. If it's if, if, not if, a Bud Light it's not, podcast, if it's not a craft beer, then I just won't let my I won't. No, it's no this. beer. I I told I told Will this. I think today or yesterday. I gotta make a change. What kind of change? I gotta stop like a health change. I gotta stop being stressed out. I gotta start eating better. Gotta you listen to reggae. reggae. I gotta start <laughs> listening to reggae. <laughs> Dude, reggae will make I your hips just keep moving. This. You'll shake off the weight. Exactly. Like I, I lied on my weight for my new driver's license. Mm. Not, it's not the real deal. It's a but. goal. It's aspirational, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm six six <laughs> I get on that my way, license. Stop. <laughs> well, maybe you know you could do like the Rastafarians do. You could smoke a little, smoke a little weed, and get some enlightenment. You know, uh, at the D, at the DMV. I'm, talk, I'm talking about go. being healthy now, not smoking, putting putting smoke in my lungs. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, sorry, Richard Moore. Uh, I feel like that's that's Everything. a relative, that's a subjective perspective. <laughs> There's always science, isn't there? <laughs> Supposedly. Alleged. Wait, 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 wait. Allegedly. Allegedly. There we go. I used my legal term there. You're gonna start uh, biking everywhere. It's because you stopped biking to Waffle House. You know, you gotta get back yeah. to biking to Waffle House. <laughs> you bike to Waffle House. That's awesome. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. It's a quick ride. It's a quick ride. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. I you gotta go. Waffle you gotta go. What the hard part is going over that bridge. Over I ten. Yeah, it's not the it's idea. Very, do they have, do they have a big? They have bike lanes that you can ride on. No, they don't. The side of the road? But it's a pretty big road. Like the first time Will came to my place, he went down on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> and I don't know how he made it, but he, he made it. Cruise. Wait, you mean like the wrong side? Of, like the wrong? Uh, There's two lanes. There's like you know, like how Highway 49 has two separate sides uh, right uh, so it's technically considered a four lane northbound because you've got, and southbound, yeah 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 we yeah. have that too on our road okay so uh and he went down the wrong side <laughs> and it's well, really long but no one's ever out there in the middle of the road right. or was the only he, like, thing on about it right now it's so bleeping hot whoa it's like 113 degrees outside heat index man can't be doing that that's I guess I can't complain about being in the DMV because at least there's air conditioning. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like you'd sweat a couple pounds off in there, out in that heat. But, uh, yeah, that's my rant about the DMV. You want me to get into Boogie Cousins? Well, I was going to tell you, my friend, uh, my friend. I can't believe his name is Boogie. If you want to hear it. That's pretty bad. Now, personally. is is his, his name nickname. Boogie like influenced from Boogie Nights, the right. famous movie with uh with um Wahlberg, where he was like a aspiring porn star? Is that where he gets? I'm not name? sure where the name originated. I just know that's his nickname. Mm. We know for the listeners that don't know why you know Mark Wahlberg was famous in that movie is because he was like the Ron Jeremy of his generation. I figured that's maybe why Demarcus Cousins named himself Boogie. <laughs> But maybe not. Maybe he likes yeah. to dance. Hmm. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I remember. Don't explain I mean, it to me. I mean, I'm, I'm doing. I'm finding a Reddit a Reddit stream right now in uh, RNBA. Wait, so Demarcus is still going to the uh, the Golden State Warriors for a year, right? Yeah. Yes, he is. Thank God. 
so thank God. How how far thank does ja. that put Golden State? <laughs> yeah, praise Ja, I guess. How, how far does that put Golden State over the cap with we Demarcus don't know Cousins? Because we don't even know that Demarcus Cousins is going to play. Oh, like really? he's probably not going to play until March. So like, dang, he that's turned, crazy. This is okay. You you just segue into my rant. You didn't even. It's a it's a very very organic way to do it and i appreciate that demarcus cousins got an offer from the pelicans okay he hurt his achilles it's like a, for any most anybody else that'd be like a career ender to tear your achilles like once kobe bryant tore his achilles like yeah he was older but still it's kobe bryant like he's done also big men have a if you have like a like kevin durant had that foot injury a couple years ago like if a lot of big men that get their feet injured, they're never the same after either. That's also yeah, a big. Yeah, KD's been uh, so terrible lately. Well, no, <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like a lot of times if a big yeah, you get like for, a I hate foot Golden break State. or something, their fracture, it's, it can get pretty serious. Like they can't, sometimes they can't recover, like centers and stuff. I mean, but yeah, he's seven foot, he's yeah. 280 pounds. Yeah. Like KD's a stream bean. He's gotten some weight since then because he's, he's been drinking beer. But, yeah. So, DeMarcus Cousins got an offer. He's injured before the season ended. He's getting paid $20 million a year. Two years, $40 million. He turned it down. So, he turned that down, and then the Pelicans go off, and they win a playoff series, and they lose to the Golden State Warriors in the second round of the playoffs. They're doing all right, considering they didn't have their superstar. But they're doing better with that. They're doing – they're winning still. They're doing just as good. So then whenever it came time for free agency and everybody's worried about LeBron and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and all these other people, and then it's Boogie's turn. Boogie ain't getting an offer from the Pelicans. So basically he took $5 million to go to Golden State so that he can heal He's probably not going to play that much this year. He can heal up, try to be his, his, at his best form, and no matter what, he's going to be in the playoffs. Get that ring, though. I guess that's why he's going. They're going to. They're never going to win again. It's though? over. the The wave, the tide has come high. The wave has crashed. Golden State no longer. Wait. So I don't know. I mean, maybe after this year, it depends. I mean, I got a thing. I don't know. I think KD. Kyrie and Jimmy Butler are all going to team up. I'll tell you uh, now. That's gonna, okay. That might happen. Yeah, in New York. In New York, that might happen. But I was going to say I'll this be, year. I'll be kind of honest here. I'll be kind of honest, honest here. Um, I don't like how the NBA's turned into a lot of these super teams. You don't like what about KD? No, I said I don't like how the NBA has turned into into a bunch of these like super teams. Well, I don't think anybody likes that, but like I mean, I wish they would just do it. Why? Why can't it be like? Why can't they just do it? like? I love the old way, like what you build. I like. also like how the owners are sweating it out because now they don't have as much control as they used to. Well, yeah, but I mean, I just hate the way that it's like you know. I, I kind of wish it was still like where you have like one or two like great players, like a Kobe and a Shaq, and you build a team like around them. The Warriors now it's just like we got too many great players. Well, then, like, and now, like, the, the, it started yeah, with, like, they, we need you know, more LeBron teams. did it, and then, like, the Celtics tried to do it, and then the War. I guess the Warriors initially won the draft because they drafted uh, Curry, and they drafted Klay Thompson and uh, Draymond, but, I mean. Nah, the first super team of this generation was the Celtics. 
Actually, yeah, no, it was the Lakers. The Lakers try to bring in the yeah, Lakers yeah. tried to bring in Carl Malone and Gary Payton with Kobe and Shaq. And then they got beat by a real team. Kind of like how the Heat what happened with the Heat. They got beat and that by was pretty, that was pretty awesome when they lost. I know, the I was Lakers. happy. I watched every I I'm watched not a LeBron hater, play. but I, I watched every game LeBron. in that series because that series was incredible. LeBron James. Anyways. So yeah. Boogie Cousins. So long, farewell. We, we got AD. We got Julius, Julius Randle now. So. Wait, so, Kent, what do you think that, that Boogie should have done? Like, if you were Boogie, what, what would you have done? If I was Boogie? Yeah, I like... Wizards. You would have what? I would have went to the Wizards. Oh, okay. To now, play with John Wall. the Wizards have a pretty good team? Kentucky with John Wall. Plus, if he's going to take that amount of money... Like, why wouldn't he go over there? Now, do the Wizards have a pretty good team, like, around Wall, though, too? Or they got – they... They uh, I don't really think John Wall is that good. I think I don't even think he's their best player. I think Bradley Beal is their, is their best player. But they, uh, they got him. They got those two. They brought in Dwight Howard. I don't think he's going to be that good. Man, the I like I've kind of followed the Raptors some too in the East. They've got they've the got Ra- some good players. I don't think the Raptors are going to be that good. No. The Celtics are going to win next year. I think I don't know how, I mean, yeah, but they're going to. Yeah, they're probably so. Um, I'll be willing to bet on that. Bedwell, by the way. Well, I'm not a betting man, as we talked about casinos earlier. <laughs> what? You totally are. And. That's New Orleans this year, Knicks next five years. What about the uh, – don't the 76ers have some promising young players? Too? No. They don't? No. What? I thought they did. I thought the 76ers had the a lot 76ers of – The 76ers got swept by the Celtics without their two best players. Well, well I mean, if think about the two that. Best... Well, the yeah, 76ers but... got swept without Gordon Hayward, without Kyrie Irving on the other team. That's how good their young guns are. That's why I think the Celtics won't mind. Like, Kyrie wins this year, then he leaves to go to New York. That's what he wants to do. I just everybody hey, was like, he's going to lose Celtics. this year, so he's going to want to go to New York. Jimmy Butler's already messed up in the head and frustrated with his situation. Shoot, uh, he might get traded to New York this year. Every all these like NBA, or I guess I've just was reading a lot that you know people in the future going forward were like higher on the 76ers because they have like a good. I'm not, team no, as well. I'm not. Ben Simmons can't shoot. He can't no. shoot. Same thing about Lonzo Ball. Sorry, can't shoot. Oh, is that who he plays for? No, hey, Lonzo Ball plays for the. That's Lake, my favorite but... balls you're talking about. He's not even the best ball brother. Well. None of them are really that good, but He's definitely not the best ball dad. Lamelo's, you know the best. what I mean. Lamelo's the best. And coming up in um, Israel, I don't know. How are, how is the Thunder? No, even? they're in. Uh, where are they at? Lithuania. Lithuania, yeah. I don't know if that's correct. Latvia. Now, now, now they're in their own little uh, JBL. Junior so, Ballers League. How, how do you think the uh, How do you think the Auburn Tigers basketball is going to do? Oh, they're going to Maui. So they're going to be in the Maui Invitational. I mean, all the players came back. Bruce signed an extension. How'd they get Bruce and go in the jail? They signed him an extension. Yeah. 
So like you think you like seriously though you, you meet Auburn's gonna have a pretty solid team this year like yeah. basketball wise. Way better than Ole Miss. Oh well, I mean, I figured. Not, I guess it's something an Auburn fan would say. Yeah, just wait. For I wasn't even Coach, talking about that. Coach but Kermit Davis. You just already got to start talking shit, but that's cool. It's all right. We got those young guns. <laughs> we got something, I guess. I don't know. Have fun with them young guns. Uh, we... Your coach is going to go to jail, Kent. Hmm. Wow. We'll so see. Is... How many? How many? I can't. I can't hear you anymore. You're like fading out or something. Don't say it. You sound Don't like say it. Hopefully, I'll bring it up in post. Uh. Kent was just leaning back, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... I was going to let you chill, dog. Wes going to call you out. <laughs> so what you got going on upcoming i'm going to see brennan this weekend Our boy yeah i'm, Brennan's I'm getting really back off really of really 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 bummed that i will not be able to see the homecoming of brennan back from the ship he's gonna port on uh at pascagoula i hope y'all have a great time i hope y'all feed him a lot of modellos um make sure y'all uh give him some bushwhackers because he deserves it I will. Uh, me, I'm going to uh, enjoy the wedding here in North Carolina. I'm going to enjoy Pizza Toro. It's Ashley's favorite pizza place in Durham. It's pretty good. They got they got a good margarita pizza. Um, oh, that sounds good. Nothing like a good margarita pizza. I know. Classic. Um. And then her dad is making some uh, margaritas, not margarita pizza, some margaritas, and uh, yeah. Uh, and plus, I'm just excited to be going on an airplane somewhere. Uh, Love flying. Yeah. What time are you flying out of New Orleans? Uh, around one, one thirty. That's not bad. Yeah, hey, I know we've so said good. it on the podcast. The best Bloody Mary you can have is at ten thousand feet. <laughs> it really no it's science it messes with your taste it really is the altitude and the lack of pressure and stuff and the, and the so tomato gin, actually i get a gin and the tonic tomato comes whatever through. i'm in well the i you know you act like I, can't so have both if you, on a long flight <laughs> if you drink a bloody mary or a gin and tonic at a certain altitude do you become part of like a certain like a club like you know if you have sex in an airplane you're part of the mile high club like, if you drink a Bloody Mary at that high, do you become part of a club or anything? Is there anything you to should. that? No. The Friday Rolling Club. Right. That's that's go. one of the many ways in. The few ways in. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so there's many, and then there's there's few. <laughs> mm. <laughs> few. The plot thickens, I see. Well, you, you got to be up Friday in the skies. You've got to be listening to some reggaeton. You've got to have your Bloody Mary. And then you're flying. That's probably what I'm going to do. And you're flying through the end of summer. I'm going to to make a Friday Rolling reggae playlist. And uh, Wes got to help. Okay, Wes. Uh, I guess you can. I'll just make one. Wes is coming with the list. Yeah, just make it. Or we can listen back through. Wes is going to be all Wes. I got some written down. Please title it uh, Rebel 133's (laughs) Reggaeton. Why do you call it Reggaeton? Why do you call it that? That's what curious. we've both been calling it. I don't. I haven't been calling it reggae tone. I've called it a lot of things. Well, uh, oh, sorry. Well, it's reggae, I guess you can. right? I'm just, 
I've never, I've never heard. Yeah, I've reggae never and heard calypso. Not that you can't call it that. I don't really care. I just thought that was interesting. That's the colonialist you know, way. You know, bizarre, reggae. But I will say that there will be no sublime or white reggae bands on my list. Ooh, let's do it. Why not? Because I'm not listening to it then. <laughs> Never mind. Everybody that. hear that? Kid is part come of the all right. <laughs> You first heard it here on Friday Rollins. He wears uh, New Balances. Kent does not like black people. Yeah, we lost him. Kent, you need me to... Despacito. Is that reggae? I don't know. I didn't hear what you said. He sang Despacito. Is Despacito a reggae song? Uh, I've never heard that. I have to listen to it. You haven't heard <laughs> Despacito? Bull. What'd you, what'd you say? Despacito. I don't. I don't know what Despacito. I've never heard. I've never listened to the Despacito song before. I've, who sings it? Who? What is the artist that sings that song? Yeah, I can't. Oh my gosh! Who is it? I think it's. I think that. <laughs> Justin Bieber did a remix. Oh God! That already gives it no credence whatsoever. Oh God! <laughs> it may be the most listened to. Song in the world. I'm gonna take my oh. listening ears to the revolutionaries. Drake in my feelings. Is that reggae? But that's not. No. But a very well listened song. Well, it was a great episode. I don't know the audio. Hey, Kent, are you out. Kent? Are you a believer? A believer in what? A believer. Isn't that what a believer? That, yeah, isn't that what Justin Bieber calls his uh his? his I guess band? so. Yeah. Are you are you a, are you a believer? I'm not, not really. You should be. I think of Justin Bieber the same way I think of Kanye West. Oh, that's fair. I mean, that's more than fair. I mean, Kanye West definitely above Justin Bieber, but what? They're in the same what? ilk. Yeah. I mean, I could give you the point that I was thinking you were going to say they were both kind of crazy. And I was like, I don't oh, think yeah. they're both crazy. I mean, I think Justin Bieber's kind of crazy. I think they're kind of crazy for money. No, I mean, I feel yeah. like Bieber's more crazy for money than Kanye is. Celebrity no, changes Kanye you, super guys. crazy for money. No, Kanye, money doesn't make him happy. That's his problem. Nothing that's makes I mean. him happy. I mean, well, yeah, that's a clinical thing. Nuts. And yeah, Kanye's crazy. I'll give him that. I, thought, I think Justin's crazy, too. I always read in these tabloids all the stuff that Bieber, like, and his entourage uh, get, uh, like, yeah. Well, Justin Bieber's he he's got him he's got him a fiance now. Oh, who is that? Uh, what's her name? Baldwin. Something. Oh, Bald. okay. So, on Justin Bieber, one of the last topics I guess we can talk about is there is a really, 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 really funny Reddit thread, and somebody asked, um, you know, tell you know, share your favorite celebrity hookup story. And uh, they, some some chick was talking about Justin Bieber on there. <laughs> and that, like, after the show, they went back to his house, and pretty much for, like, two and a half hours, they sat around and smoked weed, and then after they smoked, they had to be completely quiet, and Justin Bieber would, like, sing for oh, all darn. these people, which was kind of, it's kind of like, I don't want to listen to a little, like, fucker that's, like, stoned, like, I was like, you, you were just at his concert, like, why the hell would you want him to sing even more? It's called like, an encore. <laughs> if I'm yeah, sleeping with Justin Bieber, you better believe he's singing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Um, well, 
I think that's a good uh, cap on it for tonight. Justin Bieber. What do y'all think? We got any parting shots? Uh, yeah. I, on my Skype call, Kent, your name is Ashley Kaysen. Is that is that? Yes, that, I'm on, I use Ashley's Skype. You want to delete her full name? No. Is there a problem with that? The picture's Ashley, too. Why don't you just use your own Skype? Why do you have to use hers? I don't know. They're saving Skype Why do you got Rebel 133, man? Because that's who I am, bro. I'm not hiding okay. anything. I am I am, I am. am that I am, dude. Reggae okay. 101, bro. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, it's it's time for the weekend. Doesn't seem like it's, it's gonna be here ever, but some more tequila. Be, yeah, happy tequila rolling Friday Tuesday. Now read that right. Yeah, we love y'all. Thanks, Wes. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Wes.